0: So I'm Well, from, on a steady basis, I meet Rav Dershowitz and Avrozen. I'm happy to meet Shimi and Yitzchak, <laughs> which I don't see every day. And, Boruch Hashem, we don't have many opportunities for Gedol El So I'm happy to be at this Mesibus Hanukkah. What is Chanukah all about? Mm-hmm. So everybody knows about the Levush. The lampurim, we have a Mitzvah of Chai Benesh Levesumei. Mm-hmm. Chanukah, it's a iron see base. There is no Mitzvah in Seudo. The Ramo says, somewhat, and if you sing, it becomes a Sudha's Mitzvah. <coughs> and the Levush explains because the second Purim was physical annihilation, and therefore the Zeches and Chesaguf, Hanukkah was all about lashkim teruzechim, and therefore the mitzvah is more spiritual, more ruchni, and that is adlokasanero. So today I spoke in my kollel in and I said that uh, unlike Purim. It was a terrible exile, a terrible time but the Sakona was entirely external. There were no doubts, everybody knew what has to be done, everybody knew that Haman is a murderer and he's crying and he didn't, he didn't uh, keep it a secret. In Golis Mitzrayim we knew that Paris is a Russia and the book would help us get out. In the days of and <laughs> and the Jewish camp was fragmented and there were many mesiavni. So So to me why we don't find any zecher about the masyavnim either in chazal or the but all the histories of that period and we have various different swarabs that are Mekubal, not Chazal say and say and they all talk about a huge part of Gladius or the some argue they were the majority and they said why fight the Greeks are not here to kill us you know we have what to learn from them you know it's not ours we have our toilet but still you know we could we could compromise and we could get along and we even have some nice things to learn from them. And when the Cheshmeron decided to wage war, I assume it caused tremendous controversy and the Messiah said, you're putting the entire people in danger with what are you going to fight? You're gonna fight the greatest empire, a mighty army, and you have nothing. But Matisioi and his sons were convinced this is mortal danger. And Kval Yisrael is in the of God. So the story of Haman and the Yavanim are with us since, since we were born. Asa and love, Yankov defined as Kriya And it is not coincidence that Yankov is called Yisrael. And that is our name, the name of the people.
1: Because Yankov,
0: more than the other Oves, was the one that was Miaset Klali Yisrael. The Zayah says Yisrael is the first letter of Sroyshes Oves and Arba Ymois. The Yud is Yitzchok Yankov. The Shin is Sora. The Reish obviously is Rivkan Rochel. The Aleph is Avram. The Lamed is Leah. So all the khechis and shorish nishmasam of Avon Nisok and the Arab Mois everything was Nisok. It's like a turned over pyramid from the Ovis to Yaakov, and from Yaakov it branches out to Nisok. So we are Yaakov, and Yaakov is us. And Yaakov had two great challenges: Esav and Lovah. Esav was out to kill him, and he said it clearly. Yikru hu yamehe v'ovi v'ahag hu'as Yankruv. Loven b'kish v'ah tov'stahim. But we don't find that Loven tried to kill Yankruv. When Loven says, Ha-bonam bonai, v'avonas v'nozai, and why do we need to part? Yankruv knows, that, that's a danger. No, ha-bonam, e'nam bonacham. V'avonais e'nam v'nozai. And we And we need to part. We can be friends from far away, but we're not the same. And that is the story of Haman, who was self, and Avon who were somewhat like Lovon. And in modern times, in the lifetime of our fathers and forefathers, I would say the this in Bovis, we had Hitler, who was a murderer. Final solution, he made no secret of it and the Bolsheviks, who weren't out to kill. But yes, once again, <laughs> So these are the Tunisianists that are with us. And when the Hashem we are going to war, and we put our trust in our Kodesh Proch, we know that we can't win, but we also cannot afford to lose. And if we don't fight, we have no future. Because without Torah, there is nothing, and that's the central limit of Hanukkah. So today was the outside of my father, Zechrona Levrach. So uh, I don't think any of you knew my father, but the did, and the did, and these two Gavaldagiun guys learned the my I don't know whether they ever told you that. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, they spent some time in the Koyal in Ramoth and they re- remember my father coming to my Yudim and he gave me a hard time. And you know, he used to interject and in, preach and I was always in this delicate situation on one hand, Koydav, you know, I had tremendous respect for my father. But I need to teach to the service. And I can't afford but to tell my father, you're right, when he's not right. <laughs> and, you know, I need to say what I have to say. And it was a very delicate balance, but I, I know that when I was sitting Shiva, I saw what an impression it made on people, and so many people came to tell me that was such a beautiful sight, and for me it meant everything, you know, that I could... He my father in this way, and see my father sitting in my shulim. So, my father was a very special individual, tremendous time at and ilui, and Ba'inish was especially my father, my father loved him, and they spent a lot of time together. Sometimes when I want to remember something about my father, I ask why. Like, but it's the same also when I want to remember something of my it's the same. So, uh, so this one story about my father that I told a thousand times. When my father first met the Choyzim Bagarevi, my great rabbi, my father arrived in Auschwitz first day Shavuos, 1944. That very same day, he lost his zayde, Baba, father, mother, and five out of eight siblings. But the Maghreb arrived one day later, second day, was Tavshim Dalit. he lost his wife and 11 children. My father didn't know him, he never saw him before, but he heard that he's one barracks next to where my father was staying. My father sneaked out in the middle of the night and he approached him in the morning, introduced himself, and he said, you know, uh, it would be such a source for me if I could get to know that everyone could be together. And the devil frowned on, on him and he said, "Bucha, does anybody speak Yiddish here? Anybody? <laughs> so the devil said, Bucha, the mindset that I've a self and said the Guru If you think it's gonna do you any good, it's not gonna do you any good to know me. And my father responded, at the my help and I talk learn it. The devil was surprised. And he said, Bocher, you're in Auschwitz and you want to talk on learning. And my father said, Abaddon, of course, because if we don't talk on learning, how will we prevail? How will we make it? And they gave him a big hug. And they talked on learning for the next 15 months. And they talked on learning for the next 45 years. And I and my six brothers or I'll tell me of the place of Mother Rebbe. And whenever I tell this inspiring story, I say what my father in, intuitively felt as an 18-year-old boy is what Matassi Yom and Godel felt when he said we need to go to war. We cannot live with La'ship HaToy Vasecha. We cannot live with La'vira <clears throat> Mechuk <throat> We got it all come early. And that is what Rabbi and Ben Zakeh felt in the days of the Churban. When Aspaziano says, "Make a wish and it'll be granted," and what is the first thing he asks for? <laughs> because that is the only guarantee for our future. <laughs> as long as we talk and learning, we live. If we don't talk and learning, we die. And that's the famous Moshe Rabbeinu, Shul Shem Ahachal Noah. and he tells the fish, "If you're afraid in the river, come out here." And the fish say, pikeach lo pikeach We are water animals. We're afraid in the water. But if we go on land, we perish. We can't live out there. The B'kiva says, When we leave Torah, we like fish on land. And as my father said, if we don't talk on learning, how will we make it? Mm-hmm. So some things, you know, we remember since we were little kids and that's why we don't really think about what we're saying. So, what's the story when the fox says, When was that? When did the forefathers of the facts and the forefathers of the fish ever live together on land? When was that? If I would be a fish of that river on that fateful day, <laughs> I would say, <laughs> I would say, you're not only a fool, you're a liar as well. Of course, my forefathers and your forefathers never mm-hmm. lived together. So what are you talking about? <laughs> and I think that's part of the motion. Because as we know, if you say a lie again and again and again with the straight-faced people who start to believe. And this is an argument we hear in every generation in different versions, different words, different ways. But we always hear this argument, tal, tal viyachad, Why do you need to be different? So many times Wonderful modern American Balabat from all modern world asked me about their kids learning in Kyle. So when does he finish his studies? When does he get a diploma? When could he finally do something with what he's learning? And I said, When he's gonna finish his studies. Well, we all hope you mentioned the Saint a good And you know, when time comes and they'll need to give his Neshama back to our Kodesh Bar who finally have finished studies. I mean, but <laughs> up to then we hope, we hope, not everybody could all day, but we hope to learn and learn and learn and because that is who we are. So we constantly hear this argument in different versions, you know, I mean, just, just be like everybody else, you know, you learn and then you go to work and so... <clears throat> So we say, you stay up there, don't teach us how to live. We know how to live. We are afraid, we have our struggles, we have difficulties, but don't teach us how to live. You know, we, we know how we are supposed to live. We were born in Harasinayim, and when we first opened our eyes, the first sight we saw was that is the way we live. We are water animals. We were born in Yamat Talmud. And that's the way we live. So the Hasheminoim know, we cannot live with the Yavonim. We have our way. And that is with Torah. And with mitzvahs. So, Hashem. For me, it's a great tzchus. And a pleasure as well. a to be associated with the Qayru, with my two precious, precious Tamidim, Roshia Qayru, with all the tired and blind. It's a pleasure to give Shura and And a few minutes we usually spend after the Shia means not to me, you know, just like the Shia. So, Koyit Nashem, Koyaysef, and Kudush Boku, so that should be able for many years to come, not be as Qayru la Haggul, Adila and um, the Simcha of Hanukkah should, should be with us in these especially difficult times as you know this war weighs, weighs on me so I don't have any kids in the army but I do feel very strongly with all those that do and uh, I think we all should So let's a bit sarach and uh, we're all in the same little boat this is our war, and I not only their war. So, you know, I, I, uh, I speak a lot, so I don't remember what he said where. But, you know, this week a person came to see me, and I think the advantage was in the house when he came. I'm, I'm not sure. And he just told me that person knocked my door at 11.15 by night, and I was terrified. He has three kids in the army, and when he have children in the army, and somebody knocks on your door, by night you're afraid to go to the door. Because when there's a terrible surah, they don't give it on the phone or by WhatsApp. <laughs> because a doctor needs to be there. So they always come to your house. And the person said, quarter past eleven by night, there's a knock on the door and I'm terrified. I don't go to the door. But in am not gonna knock in the door. I had no choice. With trepidation, I opened the door. <laughs> <laughs> he says, I wanted to kick him in the face. But he doesn't know better. So I gave money. So, you know, that's a medallion. i just give an example. We have no idea what these people go through. We, we, we don't understand their lives. We don't know what this war means. When every day there are enemies, and people getting killed, and a disproportionate number of those soldiers are from soldiers. Many of them, <laughs> some of them learn mental, social, <laughs> So I think we all need to feel, you know, feel what they're feeling believe that our Torah is important for clients. So, and many of them believe that our Torah is important for them. But still, we need to feel what they're feeling, what their families are feeling. And, and we need to take part of this responsibility, better and better, learn better. And uh, let's hope, because we know from the Ramchal and the Kedusha slavery our young are not merely days of remembrance. They're not days of nostalgia in which we remember events of the of the distant past. By, by us the past is never past. The past always comes back. And in Yemei Evel, Shovanova says if you have a court case with an unju, try to push it off because Shabbos, Shabbos, Albeiti Shabbos, is midas adam, so Yom Tov, Shefa Eloki, and all the Oyvus that lit the world, that illuminated the world, by a everything is Chayis Baisaynu. So these days in which our Oyvus had miracles, these days are Mesugal for miracles we Should only hear the stair status, status, and the coil should uh, grow and prosper in each and every one of our operations. Should be so, I have its toy be soil, the higher, say, roy be soil, and this custom commentary, we should hear the stair status. You should gonna and we should be so, yeah. to the coil of Salome, your hero, or